And we're not saying every time. Obviously, there's going to be properties that are just, there's no, you just can't do anything about it. The value add is just going to be, you need to do too much, right? It has nothing to do with the reviews. Yeah. But there's, I would say, a lot of the times, the reviews are little things that can be fixed. Welcome to the Hotel Dudes Podcast, Episode 2, your weekly deep dive into the heartbeat of the hotel industry. I'm your host, Derek Ranstad, with my partner and co-host, Mike Annunziata, bringing you the latest from California's vibrant hospitality real estate market. Whether you're an owner, operator, or industry professional, this podcast is your window into the world of hotels and motels. Welcome back, Mike. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good, man. It wasn't too bad. I was uh, pretty sick for a couple of days, so I'm feeling better now, thankfully. It was pretty miserable for a what, little bit there. What'd you have? Some fake itis? Dude, I don't know what I had, but all I know is in the middle of the night, I woke up drenched in sweat a few times and it was pretty terrible. That's gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. Go ahead, do anything else? Nope. Watch college softball, which was fun. That's weird. That's probably the best sport of all time to watch on TV. I would suggest anybody watching college softball locked in, know all the players and everything. Women's college softball? Women's college softball. It's amazing. Interesting. All yeah. day long? All day long, man. It's the new football. It's the new football. That's wild. That's correct. It's a new football. Yeah, I'm hoping to stay away from that until my daughter forces me to watch her play. Well, hopefully she does play because I would like to go travel and that'd be great. So yeah. we're relying on her to let her know. I think watching baseball is boring. Baseball is boring. Softball. Watching baseball is boring. You're right. But so I'm telling you, just watch it and come back to me. A lot more home runs? Dude, it's just more entertaining. I don't even know how to describe it because it's faster paced. Everything's so, like the fields are smaller and everything. I don't know, man. Just watch and then right. come back to me. I'll give it a shot and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, let me know. I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Next let me week. know how you think. Report back. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So today we want to start off by talking about, um, the power of online guest reviews. Um, guest reviews are more than just the feedback. They're the new word of mouth these days. Um, you know, they can make or break a hotel's rep- reputation. So, you know, some of the, the data that's out there from TripAdvisor, 93% of hotel guests read online. Uh, reviews before booking. How yeah. do you feel about that? Do you think that that's pretty accurate? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone could probably resonate with that. I mean, I know from personal experience, my wife, you know, before we go on trips, she'll look at the reviews of the properties and kind of see what people are saying, you know, and if there's negative reviews or a lot of them, high chance that we're not going to stay at that property. Uh, I just think that, especially in today's day and age, I mean, people aren't going to take their hard-earned money and go put it into a property where the reviews are terrible, you yeah. know. I, I agree. I, we look at the reviews, too, before we, we book anything. And I think that there's uh, there's a lot of um, historical data out there that, that shows that reviews are important and they're often overlooked by hoteliers and, um, you know, people getting into the space. But I think one way that they're often overlooked as well is how they can be used as a value-add tool when yeah. looking at a, at a hotel. And it's simply just by increasing your, your reviews on online. Um, uh, there is a, uh, a report out by review trackers that shows that one negative review that that can, uh, cost your hotel 30 customers. Well, just a lot review. of customers. That you know. potentially that's a ton. Yeah. And I think in today's day and age as well, where, you know, really your online is accessible from your phone, right? So you can be sitting at breakfast, looking up reviews. Everybody's going to look up a review on your property. So, I mean, if you can do one thing, 
you need to have good reviews on your part because once you start getting negative ones and it's just like a snowball effect yeah totally and and one of the ways from a value add standpoint is uh so let's say that you have 30 reviews and your average review is a three stars if you can increase that that star on TripAdvisor to four stars a four star hotel reviews then you're looking at a nine percent revenue increase uh, i mean i think that's tremendous right that's from something that doesn't cost any money to maybe redo the property right that's maybe just making sure things are cleaner making sure maybe the staff on the property is you know more approachable you know things that you can kind of control you know that can control your you know nine percent increase in revenue for one star is pretty tremendous yeah ask me you so know. if you find a hotel that has two star reviews you can increase those revenues nine eighteen pretty crazy not yeah. all the time obviously not all the time you know but i would say there's a majority of the time you can increase some of these reviews by simply just cleaning up the property fixing small things you know that's because a lot of the times in the reviews it's small things you know yeah. that that are the issues yeah you know but i know and i know a lot of people that don't ever leave reviews unless it's a negative review negative review so there, you've got to be able to incentivize people to leave positive reviews too yeah i i, I mean and I think that has to do with just positive human interaction, right? I mean, you know, you've everyone's been on a call where they ask for, you know, to do the survey at the end of the phone call. If the person's super nice, sometimes I'll do it, right? And just because I want to do right by the person that's super nice to me. So I think a lot of it just has to do with having good interactions with your customer base. Yeah, which this whole uh, episode, we're talking about technology, but we're going to touch back more on the human interaction still with the use of technology later on in this podcast. So clearly guest reviews hold tremendous power in the world of in the world of hotels and, and how it impacts their bottom line, um, you know, the revenue stream, et cetera. Uh, but equally as important is the role of social media, right? Uh, so transitioning from the reviews on travel sites, let's kind of focus more on how um, social media posts and shares are becoming a currency of their own in you know, the hotel marketing space. Yeah, I think just to touch on a quick stat right here, according to uh, Statista, 49% of travelers post about their hotel stays on platforms, you know, like social, uh, like Instagram and, and things like that. And I think that's such a tremendous portion of free marketing for your property, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're encouraging a place that people enjoy staying and they're posting on their social media platforms, I mean, that's free marketing for you. Exactly. I know that, uh, you know, in the last podcast, they talked about how my wife and I took an anniversary trip to Santa Barbara and we found that uh, hotel via TikTok, yeah. you know, and I'm pretty sure that that's how you and your wife found your honeymoon yeah. space too, right? Yeah. And and any place that we've gone, really, I mean, when we went to Bozeman, Montana. Look on Instagram we had TikTok, our, yeah. We had our whole trip planned out by other people's experiences. Yep. Well, that's know. why it's so important. I mean, it, social media, whether people like it or not, is becoming the new... I mean, the new way people really do anything, right? I mean, I think it's just because it's so, so accessible to us. So if you can create, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can create an environment where people are, you know, posting positive things about their stay at your property or pictures of maybe a cool mural or, you know, anything, right? Just posting about your property in a positive way in general. I mean, it's going to be out there in the world forever on social media, right? And it's always going to be linked back to your property in a positive way. Yeah, I mean, that becomes free marketing. Free marketing, right? It's, exactly. It's, it's authentic endorsements from people who stay. And I, you brought up murals. One of the things that I, you know, comes to mind is 
uh, in Nashville. You have those wings on one yeah. of the walls there that everybody has to go take a picture yeah. of in front of it. If you, you didn't, know. you didn't go to Nashville. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, as simple as something as maybe painting something on your wall that people, you know, they you start a trend where people just start keep sharing that. You yeah. know, you're you're in Newport Beach or San Diego, and you got to go to X hotel and you know and take that picture. Yep. Well, I mean, I think uh, you know I, a way that I found a hotel in the past is someone tagged their location at the hotel. I clicked on that location, and there was like five hundred other posts about the hotel, right? Of other people posting stuff, and you know that's kind of. Like you said, it's free marketing. If you can see 500 other people have positive experience via social media, right? Well, your experience is probably going to be positive, or at least that's the way you would think, you know? Yeah, and your your hotel should also have its own I agree. social media presence. Yeah, I agree. I think social media presence is such a huge part of being successful in today's world because we're kind of transitioning into a world where social media is running almost everything, right? So I think if you can have somebody, you know, maybe on your staff or that works at the property that's able to work with whether they're posting their own things or they're engaging with people on social media, I mean, that's it is such a huge way to market your property. And it's free other than maybe paying for the person that, <laughs> that's going to do it for unless you're good at it. Yeah, I'm terrible at social media. So maybe, the you know, if you're an owner and you're good at social media, you have a, you know. A kid that's great at it that can, but I mean, I'm terrible, so yeah, I would need to pay somebody in the grand scheme of things. Like, even if it's, I don't know, let's say a thousand dollars a month, yeah, that's a thousand dollars a month, but that's pretty cheap marketing, yeah, you know, if, considering it if it brings you in third extra, you know, five thousand a month, yep, it's a pretty good spread. I know a lot of uh people who, uh, a lot of hoteliers, you know, that may own Marriott's or you know, other franchises, they kind of just rely a lot of times just on that brand's. Uh, marketing, right? Because when you when you're in in a, with the franchise, typically they control all the marketing for. Yeah, and they, they have their own social media game going, right? I mean, the Marriotts of the world have a pretty good social media presence. Yeah, so know? why not why not bring something more specific to your specific hotel? Because yeah. there's more than one Marriott in in San yeah. Diego, more than one Marriott in Orange County. Yeah, right? if, if if the brand allows it, you might as well do it and make yourself stand out. You know, I, exactly, and and. You know, I, I find it wild when I go, when I'm looking at, you know, hotels and I try to search them on Instagram and I can't find them. I yeah, just, especially I, for a lot of these independent, you know, properties, independent hotels and motels. I mean, if you can find a way to make your property stand out and market it on social media for free, I mean, I think you have to do it in today's day and age. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. I mean, you're in, in, and also incentivizing people to post, you know, maybe leave something leave things around the hotel that you know encourage people to post about it like uh, reminders hey post about your stay or maybe you know? hey tag tag our hotel you know give them a gift card to a local restaurant or yeah. something right like it's it's a way to get your property out there on the internet for free i mean it's not for free if you're giving them you know ten dollars off but it's going to pay off in the long run you know yeah like get a bunch of you can write off a bunch of gift cards to in and out and yeah. say you know Ooh. hey tag us and that's get a five dollar gift card to in and out that's a great idea you know, we're not sponsored by in and out wish we were but we're not Just everyone loves sure it put that out there you know especially if you're coming to california what's well, one of the staples you want to try in and out animal yeah. style yep all right so now that we've seen how social media can turn guests into you know brand ambassadors or free marketing essentially um let's kind of move on and discuss a little bit more about, you know, tech and, um, 
how it's not just streamlining operations, but also revolutionizing the way guests interact with with hotels. Um, Hospitality Net put out a um, study that shows that 70% of guests prefer hotels with contactless technology post-pandemic. We touched a little bit about this on, you know, the last uh, podcast, uh, you know, when we kind of addressed a little bit, bit about tech, but um, we saw a lot of this po- uh, pre-pandemic, but it really took off post-pandemic, you know, with social distancing and, yeah. and everything else. And now it is something that's here to stay. I think it's just a convenience factor is what it comes down to. You know, people want what's convenient. The contactless technology makes it convenient. You, know, you don't always have to go to the front desk. You don't have to do anything other than have your phone and go check in. Yeah, and and I want to I want to highlight the fact that we're not just talking about just contactless um, technology. We're talking about all technology in within just, the hotel. Yeah, space. just an example, small example. Yeah, um, you know, Oracle Hospitality put out another study that shows that, um, you know, the more technology that you integrate into your hotel business, uh, kind of you get about a you know, a 20% increase in guest satisfaction. Yep. I think technology just comes down to it makes it convenient for the consumer, right? I mean, the better technology they have, the more convenient it becomes for the guest and the more satisfied they are with the experience. You know, I mean, it, it's not going to take place of having to have people on your property that, you know, are the management team that know what they're doing and understand what they're doing, but it's a way to work with the human interaction portion, right? And just make it more convenient as a whole and, you know, people like convenience. Yeah, and it could also help help your bottom line too in other ways, right? So, it, yeah, you still need to have employees, but you probably don't need as many. Yep, that's right? a great point. You know, instead of having 10 people at the front desk to handle that load, you have two people at yeah. the front desk handling that load, especially in a state like ours where, you know, the the minimum wage is through the roof and yeah. we just keep increasing, you know, what we have to pay people, benefits, et cetera, right? And that just isn't necessarily sustainable um, for business, you know, we're not a very business friendly state, you know, so this is one way around that because hotels aren't going anywhere in California. Yeah. No, obviously, you know, I think just to kind of circle back on the human interaction that we were kind of discussing, I mean, obviously technology is a game changer in the hospitality industry, but, and I don't think it's the whole story. Um, I mean, after all, hospitality is about having positive interactions with humans, right? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I think you need to still keep the human element alive, especially as we kind of move into this high-tech era. Um, you know, I mean, do you see, or I guess, do you think it's important to still have that, you know, human interaction as the number one thing as technology kind of grows in this industry? I think it depends on the asset type, but I would say typically yes. I mean, McKinsey & Company came out with a... Um, a study sorry for all the studies i just want you guys to know that we're, we're backing up what we're saying here but uh hotels that maintain human interaction see a 10 to 15 percent increase in guest loyalty yeah i think it's people want to be welcomed somewhere right and the people that are staying at these places and these these properties i mean you know if if the people that work there you know can and i know we kind of touched on this last podcast but if they can give you as little as a good recommendation hey this is great hole in the wall place down the road you guys need to eat there like something like that goes a long way you know and you know if we're 
you know, if they remember you from last time, if you're a repeat customer, like that goes a long way. You're probably more likely to come stay there because you're welcomed, right? You have a a a personal relationship now with the staff that works there. Yeah, and you know, you know they get your staff to remember people's names. You know, hey Eric, thanks for coming back. Hey Mike, thanks yeah. for coming back. I mean, technology is obviously very very important, but it's you know you still need that human interaction to really get to the next level. I think you need both. You need a good balance between human interaction and technology. Yeah, you got to you got to learn how to walk that fine line, you know, but that's kind of where, you know, you don't maybe you don't get rid of your entire front desk staff. Yeah. You know, you keep a front desk person there, but you can minimize it with adding in the, you know, contactless check-in. You know, there's always going to be one or two people who maybe aren't up to date with technology. My my dad one of them who probably still needs, you know, somebody to check into. And that person can can solve a lot of your your uh, human interaction problems. Yeah, or you know, some people just prefer the face to face interaction. You know, and you need someone there that's good at their job to be able to handle that. You know, interaction. Yeah. Even though you know the stats show seventy percent of people you know prefer the contactless, um, you know, check ins. There's still thirty percent of people out there that you. It's a lot. You know that that is a lot. It's a big portion know? of your revenue that you need to. Uh, Still accommodate. Exactly. So maintaining that personal touch is crucial, um, but so is understanding your guests on a deeper level, and that's where the big data comes into play. So let's uh, dive a little bit deeper into the world of analytics and see how hotels can use this information to create a stay that feels a little more um, custom or tailor-made to the specific guest. Um, but, Mike, you want to kind of tell us a little bit more about yeah, I think when we kind of say big data in the hospitality industry, what we're referring to is really the the big or large volume of data uh, that's collected from various sources, you know, like booking system, social media, guest feedback. Um, obviously, you know, we're going to analyze all this data and then you kind of put it into guest preferences, behaviors, trends. And, you know, being in a hotel owner, you kind of need to be on top of this or at least your management staff, you know, so you can kind of cater um, you know, what's going on to your guest. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. So let's say that you're, uh, you're, uh, you're a hotel that has a lot of business travelers, right. And in, in, you know, let's say in, in Newport beach or something or San Diego, and you have get a guest that comes in frequently from somewhere else. And you learn that they like to have extra pillows or they like their room to be set at 68. You know, these are things you're like, Oh, he's checking in tomorrow. Set, set an alert that this room needs to have extra pillows or needs to be set at 68. You know, it's something as, as simple as that, but makes it feel like, oh, hey, they care about me. They want me to come back and they're going to keep coming back. Yeah, it feels like a personalized, you know, experience rather than just a run in the mill. This is what we do for everybody, you know. You know, it's and it's very simple to remember this person that's checking in. This is what they like. You can save their name and, you know, next time they check in under the same name, well, Hey, give them what they like, what they wanted to do last time. So something very simple that will go a long way because it makes it a more personalized experience for them. Exactly. So um, today we went over how technology can play a role in your business as a hotelier and a hotel operator. Uh, how social media, I mean, you know, I know I'm not good at it, but, you know, you need to be at the top of your game in social media to kind of get to the next level in today's day and age. At least that's my opinion. I, I think that the statistics show that it's not your opinion. It's <laughs> it's fact. Statistics back my opinion. That's good. Uh, that is good. <laughs> uh, so if uh, we'd love to hear from more from you guys and, uh, you know, any positive or negative feedback on the podcast, any thoughts, please reach out. And we uh, hope to 
Yeah, if you, you know. guys are seeing any trends that you guys are doing with social media or, you know, some technology that maybe is not running the mill that you, you know, guys are using that's working, definitely let us know. Yep. And uh, remember, if you guys are in the market to buy, sell um, hotels, please uh, don't forget about us. Strands Realty Group, reach out. And uh, uh, we are the hospitality brokers, hotel dudes, and looking forward to uh, talking and connecting with you soon. Yep. Thank you. Okay.